listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and a creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is make a weekly scene goal. Finding time to write might be the biggest mystery of the writing life these days. I can't count how many times students and aspiring writers have asked me that simple question, when do you write? How do you find time to write? How do you achieve your writing goals? How do you get it done? Especially among women and mothers, this seems to be the true mystery. And while it does annoy me to no end that male writers who are parents never seem to be asked how they juggle child-rearing with their writing, I do want to answer the question as best as I can and try to demystify my own process for others. So here's the answer. I don't write every day. With my other jobs and my other obligations in life, I simply don't have the time. But more than that, I find I need more time to absorb and mull over an idea, observing and thinking and brooding for a while, before I can write. At the same time, being too mystical about waiting around for inspiration never works well for me and can be an excuse for procrastination. But in order to accomplish what I want to, I try to make a weekly goal for myself. And I try to be as specific as I can about it so I know what I have to tackle and what I can't run away from. I have a notebook just for to-do lists that lives on my desk in front of my computer. We writers can be awfully precious about our notebooks, I know, but it's important for this notebook to always be open and always be sitting there looking at me. On the current page, I write a few specific goals for the story or novel I'm working on. Not just write or make some progress on the novel. No, I try to be very specific. Finish, finish fight scene. Two pages, two pages new intro to X story. Two pages, two pages other other affiliation. That sort of that thing. Sort of thing. I'm specific, referring to scenes and stories that I know I need, and that way I can hold myself accountable. I'll know whether I've actually accomplished what I said I would. Then I know I have the week to find time, here, there, and everywhere, to check those things off. When we have concrete goals for our work or in other spheres of our lives, by God, we get those things done. So why can't we be as accountable to ourselves in the sphere of writing? So while a daily goal is just too much to ask, a weekly goal works well for me. If I get to Sunday afternoon and I still haven't gotten those scenes done, then I know what I have to do. I have to ask myself often what I want to spend my time on. Every time I ask myself this question, I can calmly answer that writing takes priority over laundry or cooking or answering emails. I have to make that choice and remind myself of that choice every week. So sure, this is the goal. Goals don't always get achieved. Strange weeks and other obligations can and do get in the way. But I don't want to give up entirely just because of a partial failure. Some writing is always, always better than no writing. If I can check off one or two of those items on that list, then I will feel like I've accomplished something. This week's reading recommendation is an oldie but a goodie, Raymond Chandler's Farewell, My Lovely. Really, you can't go wrong with any of Chandler's novels. This was the one that I happened to find used in the basement of a, of a used bookstore in Chicago more than a year ago, and it was 
smelling a little moldy, like that old paperback book smell. And it was in this dark, sort of poorly lit basement room. And I immediately picked it up. And I'm so glad that I finally read it this week because it's a reminder of how tense and vivid and juicy his writing is. I think a lot is made about Chandler's um, sometimes convoluted plots and delicious genre writing with his femme fatales and his tough, hard-boiled detective characters smoking cigarettes and talking a big game with gangsters in L.A. But I think what's often neglected is the beauty and lyricism of his writing. I was so impressed by the descriptions of the city and the seashore and the dark, lonely places that are sometimes forgotten about when describing a city. So I loved this book, and I think it'll be a, a good refresher for any of you looking for just something purely pleasurable to read. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes. Thank you.